This is the Art of Living Well Radio Network. Radio to inspire enlightened living. You're listening now to the Honest to God series with Angel Rose and Ahanu. Well, it's going to be an interesting morning. (laughs) Good morning, everybody. Welcome to our show today on this, well, cloudy San Diego morning, which is unusual. But I'm expecting an hour and the sun will be up again. Welcome, Ahano, to the show today. We've had a rough start this morning. Oh, Angel Rose, I'm so sorry. I, I tell you, I've been frazzled lately with all of the work that's involved in producing and publishing and so on. In order to try and bring this wonderful information to the public, but you know, at the same time, we do need to keep everything in balance. And uh, I certainly haven't been keeping in balance lately. And perhaps that's a show we should do someday is about the balance in our lives. But you know, our guests today, maybe they're the best people to talk to about balance. They probably are. Our guests today are Susan and Philip Madley, and they will be talking to us today about their wonderful lifestyle, which is just admirable. Every time I hear from them or see something on Facebook, uh, they are at the peak of physical performance and health, and they'll be talking to us today about how they got there and what the programs they have coming up that will help other people uh, with their health and with raw foods. Well, this has been a week of technical difficulties. I don't know if anybody else has experienced that uh, in their life, but our our hotmail went down two or three times. We had very slow computers. I think other things went offline. People's, uh, as people know, we do host other people's websites. Some of those people were having problems. So I think whatever is going on in the cosmos, Ahanu, is making us all a little wacky. What would you say? Certainly, I'm feeling the wackiness, and I have to publicly apologize because, you know, this is the kind of service that needs to be seamless, and we really, really try our best, but sometimes the technological difficulties are beyond our control, and like that, we've had people say that the likes of AT&T was down for a couple of days, other people couldn't get their mail, and... You know, who knows? It could be cosmic, universal, spiritual. There could be any reason for it, but certainly the difficulties are real and not just for us. No, there's definitely something going on with the electromagnetic field, that's for sure. And I think every area is affected differently depending on your position facing the sun, perhaps. But anyway, Ahano, San Diego is still alive and well. It's still sunny. It has been very hot lately, though. Last two days, I think we were 87 to 90, which we have been at before, but actually we've had a beautiful summer. So I'm not quite ready for that kind of heat to come. We had to turn the air conditioning on. I know. It's hard to get used to extremes, and uh, especially if you're not brought up in those conditions. And our guests today, who we'll be bringing on very shortly, are living in Tucson, Arizona, and it must be really, really stifling there, but we get that report from them very, very shortly. Meantime, 
Let us remind our listeners, you're listening to Angel Rose and Ahanu on the Honest to God series. This is our show number 71 on Saturday the 17th of August and we broadcast to all our friends throughout Europe as well as the United States in the different time zones and you're very, very welcome. Subject today is about health and lifestyle. A couple of little announcements though before we get to our wonderful guest today. The 8 Steps to Freedom program is available at 8stepstofreedom.com. That's a wonderful thing to get hold of. That name is hyphenated, number 8, hyphen steps to freedom.com. And of course, Angel Rose's book is always available at atimeofchange.info. That's her first book in the Akashic Records series of, of a 10-book series. And it's available at atimeofchange.info. That's all one word. At timeofchange.info. Our next book, The Nature of Reality, is available at thenatureofreality.info. Again, all one word in the name there, thenatureofreality.info, and you can pre-order it there. Every Sunday morning, we do a group Akashic Records online at 10 a.m. Pacific time. You can get the details of that at wordofempowerment.com. And we do have a new pending announcement coming up tomorrow morning, so tune into that, get the information at the world of, worldofempowerment.com. And of course, all the transcripts from that are being turned into ebooks for Amazon Kindle. Simply go to the Amazon platform and search for Angel Rose or myself, Ahanu. Angel Rose, for our new listeners, is spelled A-I-N-G-E-A-L-R-O-S-E. And the Angel is pronounced as if it is two names, Anne and Gail, together. But it is, in fact, the Irish name for Angel. I haven't been an angel lately, though, have I? Huh? <laughs> I what's the Irish word for devil? <laughs> what is it? What's the Irish word? Seriously. Oh my God. Yeah. What, what's the Irish word for devil? For, um, devolve. Devolve. That's what I've been lately. It's very similar in a lot of languages. I know here a lot of people around this area, uh, Spanish-speaking people, speaking about the devil. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I just recognize the words in, in that. That's diablo, though, isn't it? In Spanish? similar. Uh, root, similar mm. root word, yeah. And a lot of the Latin roots are very, very similar. I know, we have been growing tails lately, haven't we? Huh? <laughs> Hoofs and spiked tails and horns and all sorts of stuff. All right, talk about our guest, Tejano. Are we there yet? Yes, we are. Susan and Philip are dedicated to vibrant living and the body power that can be experienced by eating whole, organic, living plant-based nutrition supported with superfoods and we know Philip and Susan personally and they walk their talk that's a wonderful thing about them they don't just preach concepts and stuff they actually live it and do all of this stuff in their own home so you come away from this show today filled with knowledge and inspiration and it will open your eyes to a whole new way of vibrant health and living so let's go ahead and bring them on good morning you both are you there Good morning. Yeah, we're here. Good morning. Good morning. Nice to hear your voices. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're I an just, hour later over there, so you're you're uh, you no, had a chance the, to have your vegan coffee. We're the same. We're the same time as you. Yeah, I'm drinking you my uh, my pumpkin seed milk hot chocolate right now. Pumpkin seed milk hot chocolate. Oh now tell me how you made that, because that sounds absolutely delicious. 
<laughs> well, the cool thing about pumpkin seed milk is you don't have to strain it. So one uh, about about one cup of pumpkin if you got a Vitamix, one cup of pumpkin seeds to a Vitamix filled with water. Then you've got your pumpkin seed milk, and I use cacao raw cacao powder, and um, I'm working to keep my weight down. So this morning I used a little bit of birch sugar instead of my coconut sugar, um, some vanilla and um a little bit of um cinnamon and there you go it's really really good yeah i've never heard of birch is it syrup that's sugar you've heard of it it's called xylitol xylitol oh xylitol yes i have okay okay yeah Thank you. Susan. I, I can't eat xylitol myself you like xylitol I, I don't, but Susan, it works for Susan. It doesn't work for my body. kind of uh, makes everything yeah, move too quick. That's, that's interesting because I don't think it works for mine either. I have yeah. tried it, and I get stomach cramps and things like that. Right, that's, that's, people do experience that, but some people it works great for. And that's why I don't use it all the time. Well, uh, coconut sugar is what I use most of the time. Um, but yeah. I'm, what, what I'm well, the reason... Um, and it is it's a funny thing cuz it's not the calories that i that i'm shifting when i use the birch sugar it's because i'm wanting to keep the insulin under control so the birch sugar doesn't spike the insulin which causes the the little uh belly in the middle and that's the only thing that really sticks with me is that belly and that's actually so that's the that's the because um, I'm like I'm a really good weight right now, but until I go down to 135, I have a, a little pot belly, and for some reason that's one of my my um, criticisms of my body. So I it, I feel better when it's, it's not there. That's probably your lifetime as a Buddha, Susan. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I do. That's what I say. Belly. I've been resistant to even doing the deep belly breathing, and I keep saying it's okay. You can stick your belly out. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Okay. <laughs> and Philip, give us a quick report on the weather there in Tucson. Well, I was just thinking when you said the temperature, I said it's a bit cold over there. It was 102 here yesterday, so. <laughs> 102, oh my God. Well, you but that's be, the high, uh, earlier in the year, the high was like 108. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it's different. It's um, because it's, I mean, people like talk about the dry heat. I mean, you've got a lot more moisture there. So it's hot, but. There's, there's definitely a difference with, with when it's really dry. It doesn't yeah. feel quite as heavy. Um, when we have rains, it's, it gets a little uncomfortable. But And most of the time, I love it. it, it you know you're in the mountains. There's pines all around. Um, there's always a breeze, but not but a, a soft breeze, the kind that doesn't throw your vata out of balance. So it's really nice here, actually, for yeah. me. Yeah, I really like the weather. The weather here. So. Yeah. But yeah, we're in semi-monsoon season right now, so every day the the clouds roll in, and it doesn't rain quite every day down because we're in the valley, you know. But it rains on the around the mountains, 
pretty much every day right now. Um, because Tucson, it's kind of similar like San Diego. You see mountains all around kind of thing. Well, but that no sounds other. very nice because we certainly have not gotten used to California. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, we're we're having a hard time energetically um, thinking. We, mm-hmm. You know, we just don't think this is our place, but we don't quite know where that is. But anyway, I know, it's a different I know you all together. I know exactly what you're talking about there. Um, When I was in California, in in Southern California, I spent two years getting my my business going. Um, And the craziest thing is as soon as I got to Tucson, all of a sudden, all of those little seeds I put out started coming in. People started calling me, and um, just the other day I got a phone call from someone wanting a baby formula that I had contacted two years ago, and I got my first $75 donation. So it was really, really cool. Wow, fantastic. Yeah. So I know what you mean. Place does make a difference. And I'm I'm glad to be I feel like when we lived in Escondido, it was always a dream, like, oh, yeah, I live in California, and I enjoyed the mountain biking and stuff like that, but... As soon as I got out of there, I was like, oh, I'm so glad to be out of Southern California. It's just, it, it's actually really, un- I felt it was an unhealthy place to live. You know, I was living in Escondido. I'm not, I couldn't say about yeah. San Diego, but it's just very heavy environmentally, pollution-wise, just traffic and highways, just intercrossing everywhere. It was just felt really intense. And coming out here, it's just such a relief. The air quality here is a phenomenal and it's not it's not this crazy. It's more spread out, so there's not this concentration of traffic. Yeah. Um, so it's just more spread out, and you can kind of breathe. <laughs> yeah, the transit system's really good here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, we definitely feel that it's unhealthy, and of course now with all the latest radiation reports, they're basically saying, you know, don't eat any of the fish. <laughs> right. In yeah. uh, the whole Pacific, because that's. Uh, I mean, you don't eat fish anyway, probably, but, you know, for those of us who have uh, kind of switched from beef and chicken to fish on our way on our way out to uh, vegetarianism, you know, now the fish is radiated to such a level that they're saying just don't eat any. So, yeah, well, here's a question I have for you both, and it is about radiation. And radiation doesn't... Uh, doesn't hold prisoners. Basically, it affects everybody and everything everywhere. So, we've had r- reports of, you know, vegetables and various produce being affected into the Midwest. It's not just along the California coast or the that Pacific coast. It's it's actually all over the country. What do you say to that? I mean, do you, as people who are very very close to the whole vegan and live food nutrition, what do you say to that whole business of? Fukushima affecting our food? Uh, well, you, you can't jump out of the fishbowl, that's for sure. So yes. Things that you know of that people could eat or take that would offset some of those effects or, you know, that's a question we have because you know, we do know people who have actually left the country and gone on to Paraguay or somewhere. Right. Well, definitely a lot of things you can do. I'm I I see all these crazy maps that people put out there, but they they have nothing to do with radiation. There's a lot of misinformation. Um, I, I'm not saying it's a good situation, 
but I don't think we really have the full picture. I don't think anyone's really doing like I'm not. I've not really seen any solid evidence of what's really going on. I don't know if anyone really has the full picture. Maybe you've tuned into the Akashic Records to see what's going on, but I'm, you know, I don't really trust a lot of this stuff that's being put out there. It seems like I'm into like awareness, but sometimes the conspiracy information gets kind of muddled and crazy. So. I'm I just that's my kind of preface. I'm like I don't really know yeah. what's going on here. I'm not saying we should be eating the fish or <laughs> eating the sea vegetables out of that water, but it, radiation is not new either. You know, I mean, we've been dealing with Chernobyl for years. I mean, <laughs> in Europe, um, we've been dealing with you know um, whole um, area 51. You know, for years in of like a drop in you know the nuclear testing. The radiation is not new. We've only just really started testing for it. So maybe this radiation was always there. And we have an awareness shifting now. So if Susan wants to say something, then I'll maybe talk about the food. So um, when Philip says Chernobyl, I have do have something. Um, and that is when I was at the Tree of Life, we had a woman there, um, Yelena, who now has three children. Um, at the time there, she was just uh, engaged. Um, and she went on a fast with us, and she was, she's in the master's program, so she went on a fast, and it took her um, three weeks. The fast was supposed to be uh, seven days, and she stayed on it for three weeks. And during the fast, she also took um, a zeolite uh, formula, and uh, she did was able to clear out the radiation during those three weeks, uh, at, by the end of the three weeks. Um, so let's about tell us, Susan, how, about I mean, a month after us? that, she got pregnant. That was O-ring testing, and it was by physician um, Gabriel Cousins, who's very experienced at that. Yeah, the, right. yeah, I'm not sure what other testing there is. You probably have to do some sort of testing. I mean, the danger with radiation is it really affects the thyroid, and that's the the thing we've just got to got to protect. And what I would would say is like some of the key uh, superfoods to take. Do you, do you want me to talk about that right now, or do you have another question? Well, let me let me just position this for our listeners, Philip. Both yourself and Susan have been really at the cutting edge of live food and veganism for over forty years, and. You mentioned Dr. Gabriel Cousins. You both spent 10 years immersed with Dr. Gabriel Cousins at the Tree of Life, which is a holistic healing center community supporting and educating patients and clients and students all over the world. And you, Philip, now also work with uh, Health Force Nutritionals, creating world-class therapeutic superfood formulations. And Susan, of course, is a professional life coach. And that's where you mentioned a short while ago about your uh, baby formula because your your studies included breastfeeding and live food vegan milk replacements for traditional baby formulas. I wanted to mention that because it shows the depth of knowledge and background information that you're bringing to your business right now. So, yeah, can you talk about that whole area of nutrition and, you know, how the radiation and all that may be affecting our, our foods? Thank you, Ahanu. We really appreciate being on the show, and I thank you for bringing bringing to the light um, the things that that are really important to Philip and me. 
Um, the reason I said the little thing about the fishbowl, and it's a kind of a thing I feel a little bit too about water, and that is that, you know, we're all as human beings in this together. So when I think about solutions to things like that, I want to think about a solution that's going to have water for everybody and good health for everybody. And that, and rather than a, a running away or finding a pristine place so you can survive while everyone else um, deteriorates. Um, so Philip will help you out with some of those things that will help everybody to survive. Yeah. But I'm not moving to Fukushima. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so really just being totally healthy is like is number one foundation. Just being um, living a holistic lifestyle, eating whole foods, just being totally mineralized is going to be the foundation because if we're mineralized and saturated with, with nutrients, then the radiation can't necessarily take hold in our bodies. It's not there's no no receptors for it to like lock into if we're totally mineralized. Some of the key things that we're dealing with with radiation is it's you know it's it's causes a lot of free radical damage. So we want to look at things that are high in antioxidants. Um, you mentioned health force. Health force has you know antioxidant extreme, which is a a very powerful blend of resveratrol, green tea extract. Um, and some other herbs, which is just really powerful for just protecting protecting the system. We also have liver rescue, which has got milk thistle in, and milk thistle is another great herb for protecting from radiation. So definitely taking antioxidants on a daily basis. Um, algaes, um, algaes like um, spirulina, chlorella, um, Klamath Lake blue green algae all known for helping to pull out radiation from the body. Um, and again, they're really high in antioxidants. They're really high in phytonutrients. So it's protecting the system and nourishing the system. It's not just some like, oh, let me take some isolated supplement. You're taking something that's also nourishing the body. So it's protecting, nourishing, and helping to detoxify the body at the same time. And that's kind of like how I like to live in a holistic way of what am I eating is doing more than just, oh, let me take this isolated supplement. Um, also things like let me, tea let vegetables. Me, let me just ask you real quick. You know, you mentioned the um, the chemist uh, green algae. Now, if if you're taking vitamin green, which is their their root, you know, that and earth are their root products. Do you still need to add the chemist green algae also? Um, Susan really likes the Klamath algae. It gives a real brain boost. There's something, I mean, you don't have to take it, but there's something very nutrient dense about the Klamath algae. Um, just it's got a, it's a lot more potent in the phytonutrients. It is a pricey product. Um, you are getting a lot of those benefits from the, the spirulina chlorella. It's just a little more concentrated. Um, but they're, they're, yeah, I mean, it's just unique. Well, I, I, I'm really attracted to and actually find things flavorful that are really high in, um, in minerals. And I believe that's from growing up on a canned food diet in Detroit. So, um, well, not all canned food, sorry, Mom, <laughs> but a lot canned and frozen was popular then. Um, so my body tends to really require a lot of mineralization, and the Klamath the Lake algae, which I take in the form of elixir of the lake, really does that for me. Um, Shilajit also is something that does that for me, and um, 
I know I'm just attracted to those expensive minerals, huh, Philip? Yeah. <laughs> also, I love quintone, which is a which is a seawater. So, so all of those things are really high in minerals, and then and for for uh, probably good reasons, I'm attracted to them, which I think they're probably good for a lot of people. Um, right. The next one Go ahead, on the list yeah. there is uh, sea vegetables. Now, obviously, we got to get pure sea vegetables. The sea vegetables we use in the health food products are from um, the North Atlantic, um, up near Canada. So they're pretty good quality sea vegetables. Sea vegetables help to pull out heavy metals and radiation from the body. And they also have uh, different elements in there, that, like sodium alginate, that help to pull out um, different toxins and radiation from the body. Um, so sea vegetables, if you can get good quality ones, um, are good. And it's, it's unfortunate the seas are getting so polluted and it's getting harder and harder to find good quality sea vegetables. And that's why the algaes tend to come in well, especially spirulina chlorella, because they're grown in controlled conditions where the water is purified and, and help us choose these very pure sources. Not all chlorella and spirulina is pure as the chlorella and spirulina that help us chooses. And some of them out there are contaminated with heavy metals and pollution. Um, but we, we really, we test for that and you can, they're really good good selections that we've made. Um, and then um, you could go into a lot more detail, but the one other thing I wanted to mention was uh, zeolites and clays. Um, zeolites and clays are helped, again, are, uh, you know, agents that people have used for centuries, you know, to help to pull out toxins from the body. And they actually use zeolites for people in Chernobyl, um, to help them detox from the radiation. They actually fed zeolite in, in uh, cookies to the children. Um, so zeolites can be really helpful there. Basically have a cage-like structure. It's a type of clay-like material. Basically the interaction of volcanic matter with seawater. And it creates a cage-like structure that's known to bind with uh, toxins in the body, heavy metals, radiation, things like that. And they've actually used a little bit of zeolite from what I've read um, in Fukushima. They've used it um, in barriers in the water around the around the plant. Um, but I'd like to see them use it more. There's yeah. so much potential there. And then I think the one the one one other herb I wanted to mention is looking at things like um, medicinal mushrooms um, can be really powerful. Again, they boost the immune system, antioxidants, things like that. So shaga, reishi. Um, cordyceps are some powerful mushrooms. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I, I leave those till the end because they're not always within people's you know, price realm. The main... Lose them? Okay. No, you there. Okay. Well, thank you for that. That is absolutely fantastic information for everybody. And I want to also um, cover a couple of things, if we could. I do know that you have some wonderful... Uh, classes and workshops coming up, so I do want you to talk about those. But also, can you? I'm curious in terms of what your normal day is like being a raw food vegan. You know, what is what's your normal day like in terms of how often do you eat? What do you eat? How long does it take you to prepare food? Oh, sorry, you, you totally went dead for a minute. We were dead. Can you hear us now? We yep. can hear you now. Maybe the audience might not have ever heard you. Neither did we for about two minutes. 
Oh really? Okay. Okay, just let us let us actually use this opportunity to take a quick studio break here and we'll just check all our settings too. So we'll be right back after this. All right. This is the Art of Living Well Radio Network. Radio to inspire enlightened living. Honest to God series with Anne Gail Rose and Ahanu. Hi, you're very, very welcome back to the Honest to God series with Anne Gail Rose and Ahanu. Now, we have been having some technical difficulties, but hopefully we're all back and connected again. And we're speaking with Susan and Philip Maidley, who are in Tucson, Arizona and they have been live food vegans for over 40 years and live and walk the talk of achieving the best health possible. Now, Angel Rose did ask you a question just before the break there, and I think Susan perhaps was attempting to answer it, about your lifestyle. Is, is it easy for somebody to move into a healthy food, nutritious lifestyle? You know, what, what's involved? Is it... The fast food business, of course, makes everything easy for us. And is it is it a is it a a life changing thing to do in terms of our familiar routine to move into something more healthy, or is it seamless? Thanks for that. That's a good question. I what I work with clients in all um, stages of 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 moving towards um, health and um, the plant-based lifestyle. The first thing that everybody works on is the thing I mentioned earlier, which is water. Um, Our bodies really need good water, and it's a real challenge to get that. And so um, that would be the first thing that I would make sure that everybody who, who is going to have a healthy lifestyle, that they get a good resource of water. And for me, that is also the thing that is... Um, the reason it comes up to mind is because it's always coming up to mind when I'm traveling. How do I get good water? If I'm staying at someone's house, where is the good water? So water is really, really important. Um, getting good, fresh spring water. Philip will tell you more about how to do that. Um, and then uh, the other thing is I, I've come to realize that it's more like we're going to be moving backwards in time with a little bit of uh, with more information and more more knowledge. So what do I mean by that? We're going to be moving backward in time to where you're going to be making your food at home. You're going to be doing some quick, um, easy, low-cost, home-based products uh, because for the most part, anything fast food out there is not going to be good. And even even restaurant food or even a deli food is going to be difficult. So what we're asking people to do, for, for the most part, is to learn how to eat at home, to learn to make your own food. And that, I think, is key. So uh, a lot of the times people have learned to use their time for different things, and that's something where it's going to require some time, some time to figure it out and to, like, maybe give yourself a day, one day a week where you're focusing on creating your meals for the week. And sometimes you can make something in a dehydrator the last two weeks or, you know, you get in the habit of making your own milk in the morning. So 
Um, the other thing I want to under, underscore with this is I, it isn't necessary to completely change the content of your food. I, I try to help people stay as close to what they love as possible. Um, so I do not ask for big shifts. I ask for little shifts, and I ask for them to start making their food at home to begin with. Okay. Okay, cool. so I would like Philip to ad- address the the water. I mean, do you have a, a filter system in your home, or what do you do? And then uh, I believe, Susan, you do have some sort of classes or workshops coming up, so if you could address the water and then tell our audience uh, what you are offering in terms of uh, educational uh, opportunities and how people can get a hold of you or find out about that. Okay, sure. Um, yeah, we um, right now we don't have our own filter system, um, but what we do is we do a couple of things. One, we actually, right now we don't have a vehicle, so we're getting the bus and everything everywhere. So we actually get water delivered right now, um, and we actually found a delivery service that delivers Sedona spring water, um, which is really nice, uh, nice water. Um, so it's really just looking for the best waters available to us. Um, before, when we had a car, we were actually uh, we drove over to a place that did multi-step filtration, um, very very high quality multi-step filtration. So it's really just finding what's the best water available. You know, countertop filters like those little like carbon filters, they just they don't do anything. They're not really worth you know, putting your energy into refrigerator filters, refrigerator filters, things like that. We actually had a, Susan had a client and she, she was um, saying, well, what about my refrigerator filter? Is that good? And we actually looked it up and it's like, you know, kind of, it's, it was, it had a description of what it takes out. It was like 50% of things taken out. Like the rest is like left in. So, I mean, that, then your body becomes a filter. I think I've heard people say that is a quote is in terms of, you know, filter your water, otherwise you become the filter. You know, you're going to have to deal with that. Your liver's going to have to deal with that. Your kidneys are going to have to deal with that. So finding the best water possible is always the foundation. And that and that becomes a ritual. Every morning you drink your water, you stay hydrated. It's really, really key. Like, forget everything else. If you're not hydrated, then, you know, the herbs, the superfoods, the foods are just not, you know, are not going to make a difference. So that high vibration, the best quality water you can get is the foundation. Yeah. One of the one of the books on our master's reading list is Your Body's Many Cries for Water. So that's a really good book. And it talks about a person who actually was a physician who who was in prison and the only thing he had at access to help people was water and it talks about all the things that he helped people to overcome with water um so if you're in the san diego area you're really really lucky because you have the carlsbad spring water system there so philip and i when we were there we we drove to um carlsbad and we got that spring water which is really good if you're in the tucson area uh, we get our our spring water delivered from um, Culligan, so that they they if you're in the Tucson area, you can get that delivered. And we get uh, 25 gallons a week for about a hundred dollars. No, a month. A month yeah. for a hundred about a hundred dollars. Yeah. There so we spend a lot on our water right now, but we're not driving anywhere. So, <laughs> and it's funny that the rep 
the rep told that us that we're the only only household that gets the spring water in Tucson. Okay. Did you make the choice to not drive? Um, it's a little complicated. We had a car for um, many years yep, that we, we had on loan for seven years, and the um, owner wanted it back, and then we decided to just go car-free for a while. So, yeah. Great. I know you ride your bike a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I I, I yeah. take a bike to stores and stuff. Yeah, it's fun. I like it a lot. It's really grounding not having a car. Um, you know, when yeah, you go somewhere, it. when you go somewhere, like when we go to the movies, we know we really want to go to the movies, and we're talking to each other on the way, and it's a little bit of a journey to get there, and a little bit of a journey home, and. Um, I actually like it. I told Philip, you know, he's 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 more resistant than I am. I I like it. I'm like I could do this for four years, but he's like, no, six months. That's it. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And all right. So Susan, can you talk to us about the programs that you have coming up? Okay. Well, it's interesting. It's so funny. I'm um I'm developing um. A, a dream illumination workshop, and uh, it's going to be a weekly meet-in group, um, kind of kind of uh, similar in format to the group that you've been running, where you know people can come in and go out, and um, it I, well, you know what I mean, week by week. So it may have different people each week, but the funny thing is that since I've been working on that workshop, and Philip's been doing all my tech work, every morning he gets up and he's like. I had three dreams today. I had two dreams today. I had a lucid dream today. So uh, Philip's getting ready for that workshop. Um, I really enjoy working with dreams, and dreams have been coming um, to the forefront to me since I was really young. Um, It's one of those things that is so much a part of my um, psyche that I believe that it's, it's a gift for everybody, and I want I want to help share that gift. So we're going to have a dream workshop, and Philip's going to do a Google a Google um, hangout. hangout so that um, I can um, start doing those again. I did those when I was at uh, the Tree of Life um, in a setting um, that they, that Gabriel called Mishpaka when he, uh, we were doing that, which is actually um, family groups. So the, the idea of the group is actually to unify the group, unify the group. Um, so dreams are the focus, and um, dreams, I believe, are unifying in a, you know, in that, um, in that they're full of that material that uh, that everybody can relate to. So, yeah, that dream group group is coming up. And tell people Philip how said, they can get a hold of you. Yeah, they can go to um, susanmillercoaching.com. All right, could we switch over to to talk about? Um, children how do you you well, know we have, we have another we have another program too that we are, we're going to run okay, go ahead yeah go ahead um, sure and the other one is um vegan lifestyle mastery um okay. and really the foundation and the mission of that program is how to be successful um eating a vegan a vegan um you know vegan nutrition program and it's going to talk about, you know, exercise, superfoods, hydration. We're looking at probably going to be a seven-week program. Um, there's going to be speakers from um, that have 
people who have a, who have graduated from um, Gabriel Cousins Mastery Pro, Masters Program, and it's going to be again, it's going to be on Google Hangout, and it's going to be a real interactive format where people can ask questions, and it's really just, just going to be that goal of like how to do this successfully, how to do this positively, you know, um, lots of different strategies, inspiration, um, a lot of fun. We'll cover you know just just the whole the whole gamut and just focusing on the positive a lot of time people mention vegan and it's like oh you can't do that because of this this and this um or i did vegan and i didn't do so well and or, whereas this, or, or the other thing you, you you brought up too is that this is a vegan love group so um a lot of times people we've been working with the term vegan because um we want people to know that we are um, flexible vegans. In fact, we're, we're, I'm very strongly committed as a vegan, and I'm also very strongly committed as a human. And so the judgment of humans eating whatever they eat is not a part of this group. This group is one that's very loving um, and, and very understanding on how difficult the lifestyle might be for someone else. Yeah, and when is that going to begin? Um, we we just getting a lot of a lot of that together right now. We've um, got some great speakers: um, Michael Bedar, um, Cindy Dodic, uh, Molly Peffo. These are all uh, graduates of the and, of the program, and, so and they're going to be focusing on their specialties. So each one of the graduates is going to be focusing on their specialties. Um, my focus will be on um, the socialization and the family um, challenges of of the plant based lifestyle. Style. Um, and especially um, the fa- for families, w- again, with children who um, are actually receive more criticism for this lifestyle than, than others may receive. And so, yeah, we're looking at about two term. weeks. If you go to the yeah. website, uh, SusanMillerCoaching.com, on, on the right-hand side of the front page is a little registration link. So, you can uh, register, and as soon as we have the dates in place, then uh, and it's going to be free, just love donations only, um, free for everybody. Um, and then the, the videos will be accessible afterwards as well. Right. And tell us, is is it, um, is it a fixed term kind of a program, or is it ongoing? At this point, we don't know. We're going to have oh, like this the first one will be like a seven-week program. We just came up with that number. Okay. We just... We're just going with the uh, intuition. We're going with the flow, and we're following our hearts. But, but I, I'm seeing this possibly expand into something even greater. Um, I think that the, the the key for us with this program is that we want we know so many people who are in the live food vegan lifestyle and who have so much knowledge that. Uh, we want to bring them together, and so that will actually be kind of a networking system. So people who are will be in this group are people who have different specialties that may may be interesting to many different kinds of many different people. Wow. Great. Great. Okay, and you know what I was saying earlier, where maybe we got cut off there for a second. I heard Philip mention uh, putting Zeoforce into children's cookies. So, of course, that sparked my interest, and I thought you probably have uh, a whole plethora of things 
that parents can do to bring up their children's nutrition. So could you mention a few of those uh, to our listeners? Yeah, yeah. Um, my my favorite thing is sprouting, and um, I do have a little a little um, video that Philip and I made on sprouting um, um, French green lentils. They have so much life force. There's it's so economical, and um, it's just a really economical, high value food, or what they call superfood. Um, so for me, that's one. Another is that um, for some crazy reason, <laughs> children tend to love those green algaes. And so I've seen many a kid with those little green faces. Once they get a taste of that, they really love that. Uh, the the milks are really easy to make. Um, the, the woman I was talking about recently um, who, who used my formula, she used it for an eight-month-old baby. And... Um, she was trying to wean the, the baby, and once she gave her this milk, um, it's been smooth sailing. So, so um, that, and it's a simple nut milk. So, simple seed milk, or simple nut milks are really good for kids. And and going back to what I said before, it is plain and simple um, teaching your children to eat at home. And um, it's a difficult thing to do because you're you're um, you know you're um, you're you're cutting your you're separating yourself in a sense you're separating yourself from what people what you see people doing your your their friends doing every day um and to to the the juggling act is to separate that out and to make help the child to understand that they're getting something better without help without getting into judgment oh that's bad you know that's a difficult way to go but it and it is um, one of the th- the key things I think is educating our children to understand that that home base is where you want to want to get your food. So that's a, that's an important issue. Um, Gabriel Cousins is is doing a, a new book, and um, I've com- com- I've uh, contributed a little bit to that, and uh, that's going to be on vegan families. That'll be coming out soon. And um, what I'd like to to propose, uh, Ahanu and, and Gail, is that um, when that comes out, then I'll do a, another program that really focuses on families and children, and that 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 you could uh, that we could really hang our hat on for for all those families that are working towards that goal. That sounds fantastic. Now, let me ask the two of you also about fasting, uh, because I do hear a lot with people who are into a holistic lifestyle that they believe that we should uh, fast periodically through the year. So can you talk to our audience about fasting? What is safe fasting? How often should you do it? What types of fast should you go on? Could you address that for us? Oh, I'm I'm glad you brought that up. That was one of the things on my list. Invariably, every time I do a coaching um, 12 weeks, I usually do my coaching 12 weeks at a time, almost every single person decides to go on a fast during that time. So um, that, I think, is a testament to the benefits of fasting and also to the reset. I think the thing that I really like to help clients with is if they're struggling and they're 
they're going off the mark and they're you know they're they're eating things that they'd rather not eat that a that a nice fast will help to reset the body and once you you're on that fast for say four 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 days minimum um two weeks is usually a good good amount of time that you're you are you do go through a lot of different things in the cleansing process um it is individualized, and you could fast on your own. I think uh, fasting with a coach, and there's many of them out there, um, is better. Um, there's a there's a juice feasting that sometimes people do where they're they're adding in more nutrition and they can go longer, and that's basically the goal of that is to lose weight. And uh, but the thing that I think that I find most inspiring about fasting is that it helps you to get in touch with your center. Once you start clearing out the toxins, you start to get really centered, and there's a lot of spiritual um, balancing that happens during the fast. So I'm not sure if I'm answering all of your questions in that, but that generally that's is. that's good. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. And and I there's nothing that can replace that feeling of being centered and connected, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, for just about every aspect of your life, from making decisions to knowing where you want to be to you know, mm-hmm. your connection with, with other people in the earth. So yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, okay, I want to go to Philip. Yeah, Philip, could you comment or give us uh, anything you want to discuss? Yeah, on fasting or on something else? <laughs> you choose. <laughs> well, I was just going to say on fasting, there's there's many levels. I mean, there's the traditional definition of the word fasting, which is water only. Um, but when when Susan talks about fasting, this is what I've, I've observed is there's many levels of fasting. A fast could, for one person, might just be eating only raw plant foods for a week and no fat, you know. Mm-hmm. Or another person, it might be juice with the addition of algaes or vitamin or greens. Mm-hmm. Or another person, it might be green juices or teas um, or elixirs or something like that. So there's many levels. It's really I see it as like a, a lightening a lightening of the load. And it's actually really interesting. If you listen to your body, it actually really will guide you when to do that. Like I don't really do um, strict fasts, but I'll, there'll be times when just because of my vada doesn't do well with like just straight juice. Um, but I'll find times when I'll lighten up my eating just naturally. I'll be like, oh, I'm not really eating much right now. I'm not eating much food right now. And it feels great. Like my weight doesn't change. But my appetite just naturally goes down, and it's just about observing those and honoring those time periods. And so fasting when it's right for you, right for you, and that's why it's good to have a coach. You know, it's great to go to centers and do fasts at centers, but the tricky thing about that is you have to go at a set time instead of when it's right for your body. So um, working with a coach is great for that. Um, so that that's just kind of my my take on fasting. Um, I had one other little thing that was on my, unless you had a question on that, I had one other little thing that was on my list here of um, just, just throwing this in that things that Susan and I have been doing um, every day, and it's a thing called oil pulling. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Um, oil pulling is where you take uh, coconut oil or sesame oil, and it's a traditional Ayurvedic technique, been used for thousands of years. And you basically uh, take a tablespoon of that oil. It sounds kind of weird, but it's actually really cool. Um, and you put it into your mouth and you chew on it. You chew on that oil for about 
10 to 20 minutes and then you spit it out. And what it helps to do is it helps to um, bring down the bacteria load in the mouth. And this could be a thing you could do during fasting, just to tie it mm -hmm. in with fasting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we actually do it every day. So it just really helps with overall oral health. It just really, and there's actually, you go online and you find all these crazy testimonials that people have experienced using oil pulling. And they're, they're real. It's not like there's some, it's, it's, it's an ancient technique and it's just, it's a really cool thing. So I just thought I'd throw that in. It was on my list. Let me ask you a quick question about that oil pulling. Philip, yeah. if, you, if you have anything in your mouth for any period of time, for me anyway, the tendency is to swallow. So do you find yourself swallowing some of the oil or is it possible just to keep chewing it for that length of time? Um, it, you, you may swallow a little tiny bit. You don't really want to swallow it because it's basically um, concentrating bacteria. But you're gonna obviously a little bit's gonna go down. But it's actually not that hard. You're not really chewing like chewing a food. You kind of just swishing. Sorry, I use the word chewing, but it's more yeah. like swishing. So but, you swish, and it's actually right, cool. Right. I, I do it while I'm sitting on the computer in the morning, or I'm sitting meditating. I actually just do it while I'm meditating, or I've even done it while I've been doing yoga. And just so I'm like not even thinking about it, it's just there in my mouth. So. Well, I don't I don't use a whole tablespoon. I I use a heaping teaspoon. So okay. I think if I put a tablespoon, I might be concerned about that too. <laughs> because you actually your saliva does start to fill up your mouth as well. So you That's get a little thought, more yes. fluid in your mouth than you started with. So I usually use just a heaping teaspoon and. And I'm pretty yes. good with that because I get I I I've read so I've read about the toxicity of the oil once you start um, pulling it. So I get I I get a little freaked out at the thought of of swallowing it. So I make sure that I don't. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, I think yeah, we we are coming down to the wire here today. Our show is um, an hour today because I my daughter's. Uh, having a bridal shower today she's getting married september 7th and uh, i i do have to have that commitment to go get all that ready but if you would be open to it uh we would love to have you on regularly uh to talk about different aspects of whatever you feel should be addressed we have had other guests on uh, such as penny kelly who she comes on probably uh, every six weeks or so because she's a plethora of information on consciousness. And um, if you're up for that, we would really, really love that. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, we yeah. love your questions and def definitely don't have a hard time answering them. So I think we could probably talk <laughs> okay. for a while. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's just do a recap there on what we've covered today. We've spoken with Philip and Susan Madley on the whole business of health and the vegan lifestyle and we, we, we covered a lot actually in that short space of time but for anybody who wants to get more information or to find out about Susan's coaching program you can go to SusanMillerCoaching.com Susan and Miller also coaching. the um, the uh, you know the vegan lifestyle thing that they have coming up to yes, once again sorry. find that info on her website yeah. and register Philip, go ahead and just give out where people can register for how to be successful with that vegan lifestyle, that seven-week program you mentioned. Just go to um, SusanMillerCoaching.com, SusanMillerCoaching.com, and every single page there is a registration link on the right-hand side. Just uh, register and 
soon as we get everything into place, we'll send out a little newsletter and uh, let everybody know. I can't wait for that, Hannah. Yeah, that sounds great. And especially using the, the technology that's available to us now, like you mentioned with, with uh, Google Hangouts and so on, it's a wonderful medium to get people involved. Yeah. And we hope to be turning our group Akashic Record sessions over to that. And next time we have you on, we'll probably have that polished and figured out. <laughs> great, great. Yeah, we enjoyed coming. I enjoyed coming to your Akashic Record meeting with Michelle. That was a really good time. Oh yeah, well we, you know, we're doing them online now because we had people from all over the world requesting that we do them online. And I'm trying to figure out how to create a course where they can learn to read them online. I'm a little unsure about wow. doing it over the internet, but wow, but I that's am great. And, uh, yeah, a lot of people have expressed interest on learning how to read them. So I am preparing that as we speak. Um, And anyway, so thank you so much, both of you, for coming on. I will be contacting you very shortly to set up another date, okay? Great. That sounds great. Blessings. Blessings to you. Love to you both. Miss you. Love you, too. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Now, by way of just a formal closing here, we want to thank Philip and Susan Maidley for being with us today. That was a wonderful introduction to the whole business of veganism and their forthcoming program, which you can find out more about on SusanMillerCoaching.com. Now, our free group Akashic Records online tomorrow morning and every Sunday morning. More information at worldofempowerment.com. Next week, remember, we've got Charlotte Young who will be talking to us about women. And if you'd like to come on the show and discuss your passion or your spiritual business, contact us at angelrose.com. That's A-I-N-G-E-A-L-R-O-S-E.com. Until next Saturday at 8 a.m. Pacific time, we send you our love, blessings, and thanks for listening to Ahano and Angel Rose on the Honest to God series. This is the Art of Living Well Radio Network. Radio to inspire enlightened living. The Honest to God series with Anne Gail Rose and Ahanu.